managing digital assets requires the efforts of the whole enterprise. The 2023 issue of the Data Security Incident Response Report, or the DSIR, includes more content than ever regarding the data ecosystem and how companies can best manage their digital assets as they move through the life cycle of data. The DSIR, of course, dives deep into the annual incident response trends and analytics our clients and friends depend on. It also covers such topics as global privacy, ad tech, the increase in litigation, healthcare privacy and compliance, and the latest in emerging technology. I'm Amy Kotman, and you're listening to Baker Hosts. We're back with the Deeper Dive series covering the key topics of this year's DSIR. On today's episode, we'll get an introduction to the 2023 report with Ted Kobus, chair of our Digital Assets and Data Management Group. Welcome to the show, Ted. Thanks, Amy. It's really great to be here. Ted, it's 2023, and your group has published the ninth issue of the DSIR report. This year also marks three years since digital assets and data management was launched as a practice group. Will you tell us a little bit about how the landscape has changed? Wow. Over the last 10 years, Amy, a lot has changed and a lot has remained the same. (laughs) I would say, though, these past three years, as I think everyone can attest to, have been quite a whirlwind. We've been through a lot. And even when you take a look at the Digital Assets and Data Management Practice Group, or as we refer to it internally as DATUM, I think it is similar change. The landscape was much different in January of 2020 when the practice group was formed. The world was about to be shut down. We saw a huge rise in ransomware, issues involving remote working, and employee privacy issues. Then we moved to 2021. Ransomware continued to increase, as did the amount of money being demanded for decryption keys and extortion to avoid having sensitive information posted publicly. And as we talk about in our reports, extortion demands often accompany ransomware attacks because the threat actors steal information and then threaten to make it available to the public if they are not paid a certain sum of money. But then we move to 2022, Amy, and the number of ransomware attacks decreased dramatically, at least in the beginning of the year. And then towards the end of 2022, they came back in full force, and that trend continues into 2023. In the report, you mentioned that data issues are cross-practice issues. How does the report and the Datum Group address these complicated and interconnected issues? Well, Amy, every company holds data and every company leverages technology. So they're all exposed to the risks that exist along the life cycle of data. Depending on where in the life cycle the risk appears will determine which part of the enterprise is involved. Is it legal, human resources, marketing, information security, etc.? Our clients have found that the structure of our practice group to be helpful and supportive of the way they do business. Sure, we may have an introduction to a new client because of an incident response, but that work expands to working with the client on cybersecurity compliance issues, privacy issues such as self-funded health insurance plans, data governance and data retention issues, ad tech and tracking technologies, and sometimes even litigation. We actually have several clients that utilize all seven practice teams of the practice group, rather than going to multiple law firms for advice, which I think is a big win and really justifies 
why this practice group was created in the first place. It sure seems to run the gamut. Ted, what are some of the high-level takeaways for this year's report? Wow, I don't even know where to begin and where to end, Amy. Let's take a look at some of the things that really stand out. Threat actors adapt. Yes, companies are increasing the security measures. They're strengthening security. Yet, the threat actors are still finding ways to bypass that increased security. And a good example of that is multi-factor authentication. Also, due to ransomware and the disruption it causes, business continuity plans and disaster recovery plans are critical. Every company should be talking about them and incorporating them into their incident response planning. I guess next I would take a look at data hoarding. That is still a big issue. Companies do not like to let go of their data, and we need to do a better job of that. I'd also say privacy legislation is popping up all over the United States, and it's not just California anymore. Next on the list probably is regulators are remaining interested in these issues, and we're actually seeing more enforcement actions from regulators that we didn't see really involved in this space in the past. And then finally, I'd probably say ad tracking technology has caused a huge surge in privacy litigation, and I think that's going to be an issue for a while. You weren't kidding. There are a lot of great takeaways. (laughs) Ted, last year you spoke of resilience as it related to the pandemic, the war in Ukraine, and the changing landscape of technology. How did the meaning of resilience change in 2022? Wow. Last year, the average time to recover from a ransomware incident increased for nearly every industry. And in most cases, it increased in a very significant way. In some cases, the time to recover was over a week longer than in 2021. This is not including the time to recover all systems and to deploy enhanced security. This is only the time that it takes to get your business back to what is almost business as usual. In the retail, restaurant, and hospitality industry, Amy, the recovery times nearly doubled to over two weeks. Healthcare energy, and governments also saw notable increases. This is not good. Not at all. As a final question, I'd like to ask you, what trends do you foresee making an impact in 2023? Wow, this is another long list, I think. But let me try to focus on the things that are probably at the top. I think first is ransomware will continue and the incidents are going to get messier. Whereas previously we saw negotiations with threat actors span no more than three or three and a half weeks. Amy, now we're seeing negotiations span over several months. That's a long time. And clients get weary with that extracted time period to talk to a threat actor. I think the threat actors are also getting better at finding information that is sensitive and will push you to want to pay a ransom. Remember, they're in this for the money. I think another area is artificial intelligence. The focus on artificial intelligence is going to create potential legal liability, and we expect to see regulatory scrutiny and class actions as a result. I'd have to add also, privacy issues will remain a focus, and more states will develop their own framework to address privacy concerns. Like I said, the list is very long, and this is not all-inclusive, 
I think the bottom line is that these issues will remain a priority for companies and will be discussed at the C-suite and board levels. Ted, thanks so much for joining us and for sharing this valuable information. It was great to be here. If you have any questions for Ted, his contact information is in the show notes. As always, thanks for listening to Baker Hosts. Comments heard on Baker Hosts are for informational purposes and should not be construed as legal advice regarding any specific facts or circumstances. Listeners should not act upon the information provided on Baker Hosts without first consulting with a lawyer directly. The opinions expressed on Baker Hosts of those or participants appearing on the program and do not necessarily reflect those of the firm. For more information about our practices and experience, please visit bakerlaw.com.